In this episode, find out what should always take top priority in your weekly schedule so you can build your team and your profits. This is the Underdog Workplace Edge, where small businesses wield their size to win big. Here's your host, Aaron Colbert. Hey, Workplace Warriors. Welcome back. Now, I'm wondering what you do on a Friday night. Are you like me and do you crash? Or are you like me 20 years ago as a call center manager staying late? That's right. My husband, who was, uh, we were dating at the time, he would call me and say, where are you? Inevitably, I would say I'm at work. And then he would, you know, he would really question me at that point, because who in their right mind stays late on a Friday night when you don't have to? So what was I doing? I was addressing everything that I had ignored or delayed throughout the week because it wasn't a priority for my progress. And I was also looking at my game plan and I was intentional about making sure I knew what my game plan was so that Monday morning would come and I would hit the ground running. So what was I doing during the day if I was doing this cleanup and this check-in at night? During the day, my priorities were two main things. One was team communication. I would communicate all of the information and more that I thought was beneficial to the group of people I led. And I'm going to talk about that on a future episode, because I think there's a lot to be learned there. The result of that team communication is that the team performed better than any other group. But the other aspect was individual communication where I was pouring into the people and the processes that they were using so that I could help them leverage processes instead of just get the job done. I was working to take things beyond the essential and take them to the really intentional space. Now, I say this not to be braggadocious, but I knew the ins and outs of the processes and the people in the business better than anybody else by focusing my time in that way. My encouragement to you is that if you're intentional about your investment in people and processes, it pays off every time. So my friends, Workplace Warriors, this is where you have an advantage. If you're a smaller, maybe even medium-sized business, You don't have all of the noise to cut through. You don't have to stay late on a Friday to work on the things that matter most. I did that because I was in the middle layer of a lot of leaders and of a lot of work happening. But in a smaller business, you can determine what your priorities are. I'm going to lay out the four priorities that I see for you, but you get to be the master and commander of your own ship. And that is a wonderful edge to have. The question is, how are you using that? What priorities are you keeping? And which priorities should you be keeping? I'd like to share with you four buckets that I see for you. As a business owner, your first bucket is to deal with the non-negotiable aspects of running a business. That means keeping your business safe and legal. You have to keep your business solvent by paying all of your bills. And then there are the legal aspects about certifications, licenses, insurance, whatever those things are. Now, these are things that you might be doing yourself or outsourcing, but they're always a priority. 
And that's not what I'm here to talk about. But if this is plaguing you, then you might consider this a wake up call to get it in check, because the other buckets require your weekly attention. The second bucket is the operation of your business. Now this is the heart that pumps the lifeblood of money for products and services into your business. You know that if you have an interruption in this area of the business, your business won't survive. But this is also known as the hamster wheel. Your goal is to have as many reliable employees who have great decision making and good care for your business to be working in the hamster wheel so you can step out of it. But there will be things that only you can address. Your goal is to make that list of things as short as possible by growing mini me's who think and act like you. Now, the third bucket is the work of evaluating and shaping the processes that determine the health of your operations. So if running your business operations is like driving a car, when you have a process problem, it's as if you're leaking oil. Sure, you can put more oil in, but unless you find and fix the leak in your oil reservoir, you're going to keep losing oil and you're going to leave a mess wherever you go too. That means you're going to continue to lose time adding more oil and cleaning up your mess until you fix the root of the problem, the leak in the oil reservoir. Now, when you leave this trail of oil behind, you might say, oh, it's no big deal. You might not see it. You might not think about it until a customer or a tricky situation comes along. And those situations can be like a match that someone strikes and drops right on the oil spill. And then guess what? You have a full blown fire. This is typically how we find out about our process problems. We have something that looks like a fire in our business. Now you're probably getting the picture that this is a big priority. So what happens when you focus on the processes that are undergirding the operations of your business? Well, you enable greater profit. If you have a gap in a process, you're losing either time, money, or quality. Let's think through an example. When COVID came along, many eateries and restaurants pivoted to offer a lot more takeout than they ever did before. I ordered takeout from a restaurant, and when I went to pick up my order, I saw a very broken process. So the, this is what it looked like. The restaurant employee came up to me and said, okay, what's your name? And I told her, and she proceeded to go over to this counter that had, I, I, I think it was, I don't know, 50 brown bags, brown paper sacks with those tickets stapled on there. I had never seen so many brown sacks in all my life. She went and inspected all of those little printed out tickets, you know, the one where your name is small and faded. <laughs> and she's looking for my name on all of those. I about had a heart attack. Now, what was the problem with the process? They really needed something like, you know, a marker, and they should have written everybody's name very big on the brown paper sack, so that from the hostess stand, she could see that instead of having to go and inspect every single one. What was the result? Well, it took her a while to find my order. And while she was doing that, the line increased. So customers started lining up behind me. The food grew cold and people were getting upset. Now, the worst part was I saw her 
having trouble and she recognized that she needed uh, something to change. So she grabbed another employee to help her. And I, my head about exploded because instead of fixing the process to make it faster, now they were wasting more payroll to deal with their inefficient process. And I could be wrong. She might have made the, the correction to the process after I walked out. I'm not judging too harshly, but it's really hard to see somebody indulge a broken process instead of fix it. Now that's pretty normal and par for the course. When we run into problems, what do we do? We typically make a knee jerk reaction just to survive the situation. But in the meantime, these broken processes and procedures cost you dearly. They cost you time, money and quality. You know, there's no telling I it took me a long time to go back there and order food again, because it was just a painful waiting experience. Now, this is clearly where you want to spend time every week, because this is how your business can run better or faster with less effort or money from you. As you work on one process at a time and improve it in a sustainable way, you'll see a compounding effect. Your business will grow more profitable with each and every improvement. Not only that, but this focus can have an amazingly positive effect on your people as well. So let's talk about the people in your business. That's the last bucket, the people priority. People need two things. First, they need you to address their personal concerns. And then you need to address their business concerns. If an employee needs to take time off, or they have a question about time off or a question about their pay, that should always come first. It must take precedence over anything else. Why? Well, that's the most pressing need for them. So they're not going to think about anything else until that's resolved. Because honestly, we work to live, we don't live to work. And I'll tell you, for me, it's been hard throughout my career to keep that perspective. It's easy when you are a driven leader to get so focused on work that you lose the employee perspective. I'm not saying that we shouldn't foster purpose at work because I have, I'm a firm believer that people work for more than just money, but money is their first goal. And then we build from there. So you can't, it's like the foundation of the house. You can't build a house without a decent foundation. So you can say, Hey, I don't have time right now, but I'll get back to you in a couple of hours. You can postpone uh, addressing someone's personal need, but do it very sparingly and tell them when to expect uh, your attention. And you've got to be very careful about how often you do that. Why? Because their perception is that their concerns are not as important as yours. So you have to balance their needs with your business needs. Otherwise, they'll think you don't care about them. Whether that's true or not, you're demonstrating by the fact that they have a need that you are postponing addressing that it isn't as important as what you have underway at that moment. Now, if you fail to address their reasonable needs in a timely fashion, they will almost inevitably slowly withdraw their support from you and your business whether they do it intentionally or not. It's just human behavior. Now, employees also have business needs. That means they need to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. But not only that, they need to know how to address the unexpected. 
We'll unpack that in future episodes. The good news is that you can work through these needs alongside your focus on the processes in your business. And in fact, if you don't work with the people alongside the processes, it's like sending an eight-year-old behind the steering wheel of your car. That eight-year-old lacks sound judgment, their coordination isn't very good, and they're prone to having an accident. So let's recap the buckets or priorities that are vying for your attention and time. We have the necessary aspects of running a business. You have to keep your business safe and legal. So your goal there is to automate this as much as possible. So it's not a weekly priority, or at least bundle it into monthly increments or something that it's not drafting on your time every week. Then we have the heart of your business the transactions where goods and services are provided and paid for by your customers. Your goal here is to delegate this priority so that the people in your business are doing this exceptionally well, and you can step out of the hamster wheel for the most part. Third, we said that the processes determine how effectively and efficiently your heart pumps that lifeblood in your business. Finally, The processes and procedures, well, they don't operate themselves. People are driving them. They're driving many aspects of processes and procedures. These last two priorities are where you must spend time weekly if you want to provide greater value to your customers, or if you want to decrease the cost involved in providing goods and services, or if you want to grow your people to think and act like you so you can step out of the hamster wheel. So if this is a new thought for you and you're saying, wow, that sounds great, but how do I maintain awareness? How do I think about this? Consider adding a reminder on your phone that notifies you each day to consider what processes you've noticed that you need to focus on. And then consider which employees have either a personal or business need that you must address now. So you don't have to stay late on Friday night. In fact, you don't even have to focus on these things at all. But if you don't, you and your business are not operating as well as they can. And you're missing out on the opportunity to have greater profits and greater people. Next time, we'll talk about how to identify some process priorities while taking care of your people. That's the best ever when you get to do both at the same time. Trust me when I say that they will love it and your business will benefit. Until next time, remember, work smart and love people to gain your workplace edge. Underdog out. Greetings, workplace warrior friends. I want to connect with you and connection is a two-way street feel free to leave a podcast review. I greatly appreciate that. I would love to hear what you have to say. And if you want to be first to know what's coming next for the Underdog Workplace Edge community, head over to worksmartlovepeople.com to sign up for email updates. That's worksmartlovepeople.com. And you'll see how you can sign up for email updates.